Hello and welcome to Everyday Wholeness with Lori Fletcher. I so hope to come to you with encouragement and with joy and with hope, which I've learned are things that are not tied to our circumstances, but instead in the messages in person of Jesus. I hope here to tackle relevant topics of today and provide you with practical ways of feeling like you are living in a place of peace and wholeness every day. Hello, hello, hello. It's been a minute, as they say down here in the South. It's been a while since I recorded my last podcast, even though I've had my notes sitting here for my podcast for quite some time. Well, I am going to talk to you today about money, 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 money. Uh, Everybody's favorite topic, right? (laughs) Well, uh, I'm going to start us out with prayer and then uh, I'm going to get started. Thank you, Lord, for this listener. Thank you for whatever it is that had them press play on this podcast. Thank you for your wisdom and your knowledge on finances and stewardship. And I just pray, God, that something is said here today that adds a value to the life of this listener. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, okay. So I'm really just going to go into it. Um, I do need to preface this with, I'm going to talk to you about money, um, mostly because I feel like I spent a lot of my 20s trying to figure out the things that I am about to tell you. And I grew up not knowing anything about money, um, really. I grew up, my husband also grew up not really knowing much about money. And so, um, and I think it's just something I've seen in my generation. Now I've seen much more wisdom from my generation and generations coming up after us and definitely more wisdom from generations before us. But I'll tell you that I have absolutely lived on very, very little. I have lived on very, very much and I've lived somewhere in the middle. Um, You need to know that I uh, you know, there, there's definitely been a season in my life where I didn't know how I was going to pay my mortgage or pay my rent. Um, so the things that I'm going to say to you today are things that I practice, but also it's also not coming from somebody who like has it all together. It's truly just a message. I felt like the Lord wanted to share, um, with you, um, and with me, because there are three things that, uh, my husband and I do uh, consistently and regularly. And I think that those, even just those three basic things, I think will bring you a lot of peace. And that's what uh, this podcast channel is really all about. It's a, it's everyday wholeness. It's, it's taking um, your everyday challenges, it challenges and adding some wisdom to those things that are super practical that you can apply to your life that bring you Uh, you know, a feeling of peace and wholeness every day. And so I'm going to go into finances right now. So this is, it's not a secret. This is a Christian podcast. So I'm not going to put, you know, I try really hard to make everything I say super relatable to anybody who comes. But if you've come to this podcast, um, you have to know that I am a Christian and I have been for most of my adult life, uh, all of my adult life, (laughs) actually. (laughs) Anyway, so the first 
I'm just going to dig in and I'm just going to say, I'm just going to talk about tithe. So tithe is the idea that um, you take 10% of your income and you immediately turn around and give that um, to the church, to your church or to a cause. And I'll tell you, you know, I've heard a lot of different things uh, about tithe. I've heard it doesn't apply anymore because um, it was an Old Testament command and Jesus resolved all of the law and that law didn't carry over. I've heard it absolutely still applies. I've heard all kinds of things. I'm going to tell you what I think about that or what I feel like the Lord has told me. And I feel like tithing for our family isn't optional. And here's why. Tithing for our family isn't optional because tithing is, as you'll find in Jeremiah 17, 7 through 8, uh, it talks about giving the Lord your first and your best of your finances, of your resources. And I feel like when we do that, when we immediately, and this is an immediate practice for, for us, I know when payday's coming, and that is the first thing I do is open my app, my bank account app. I know our paycheck is in there, and I immediately put 10% in our giving account immediately because I just feel like it, despite what you believe about tithe, it still is an act of faith, and it still demonstrates to the Lord that you are trusting him with your first and your best, and it it opens up, it just opens up a financial trust between you and the Lord. So when you give that to him and you're saying, I trust you with my finances and this portion is yours, non-negotiably yours, it opens up a trust for he can say, thank you for trusting me with your money. And then he can, he begins to trust you with more. It's an act of faith. So that's what I'm going to say about tithe. I'm also going to give you uh, Proverbs 3 and 9 through 10. And I'm going to give you those scriptures. I'm going to put them in the notes for you um, on tithe. So that's my take on tithe. Whatever your beliefs are, my take is it's, it's essential really for my relationship with the Lord. Um, and I hope that it becomes... We've seen so much reward from it. So I just hope that it becomes part of your practice within your relationship with the Lord. Uh, the next thing I'm going to talk about, your second point on, on having financial wholeness is tent poles. Now, if you're a Dave Ramsey follower, you'll know what the tent poles are. But the tent poles are the things that keep your family running, that keep your home running, that keep you able to work to bring in income. So... Uh, the tent poles are things like making sure that you have, that you budget for food, for your housing, everything that keeps your housing going, like utilities, everything essential to keep your housing going, <laughs> like utilities, uh, and transportation and everything you need for transportation, uh, putting gas in your car to get to and from work and making your car payment if you have one. So those tent poles, I feel like have always brought uh, me and my husband a lot of peace. You know, my husband, uh, I don't know where he got the idea, but I, I know and I remember him 
during his divorce, super, super struggling. Um, and I remember him telling me stories about in his early twenties that he would pay all of his bills and he would have like $50 to live on for a week. Um, and so he would eat, you know, ramen noodles every night. And I also remember in my early twenties in my first marriage, I remember a lot of stress around, we paid all the bills first and then we barely had enough for groceries and we ate things like SpaghettiOs and, and stuff like that. Um, and, and I don't know if you might've already known this about 10 poles, but I didn't until I opened a Dave Ramsey book. And ever since I read his book and all the tent poles that just always brings us a lot of peace. The essentials are taken care of. We've given into the kingdom. And then now what can we budget for as far as our bills? So tent poles, I'm going to give you that. And the scripture that I'm going to give you with that is second Corinthians nine and eight that says, and God will generously provide all you need. Even if you have no idea where it's coming from, I promise when you give and you take care of those temples, somehow it'll feel like you have everything you need and that you have more than what you thought you had. So that was second Corinthians nine and eight. My third point is stop borrowing. If you're in debt right now, I understand. Uh, we have a little bit, a little bit, not much. We have a little bit of a credit card debt right now. Uh, we both have student loans. Um, I have quite a bit of medical debt. So I understand being in debt and I'm, and I'm not about like hiding exactly where I'm at in life, but I'll tell you what we did make a commitment on and what we made a commitment on was not to keep borrowing, not to keep going into debt. So, I mean, I even haven't, I've even held off going back to school until I don't have any school debt because I don't want to keep accruing debt. Um, you stop borrowing just that one simple, simple thing. Like I am not going to borrow anymore. I'm going to take care of my temples. I'm going to pay off the debt that I have, but I am not going to borrow. I will pick up extra hours. I will take, I will get a second job. I will do something, but I will not continue to borrow, I think is a crucial point in leading you to a life of financial wholeness. Just those three things. If you just start with those three things, there's a lot after that, that I'm still learning myself about 401ks and investing and having your money make money and learning to leverage and learning, you know, how to create different income. I'm learning all of that too, but I'll tell you, if you're, you know, just constantly in this financial struggle, I promise if you pay attention to those three things I just told you though, you're gonna feel a lot more peace over your finances. What happens when you continue to borrow and go into debt? Um, Proverbs 22 and seven, very clearly explains that you become a slave to the lender and you know think about that debt has become so so normalized in our society and um but you become a slave and i can give you some examples i mean i um when i graduated nursing school i signed a contract uh to work for a hospital for uh, two and a half years because, you know, because they paid for my nursing school. And that doesn't sound like, like a real debt, but I was, I felt 
suffocated by that at, when I was working off my debt. I just, because I was slave to them. You know, I couldn't even consider quitting and until I had worked off my contract unless I wanted to pay them back and I didn't. It was going to be a debt either way, so I might as well keep my job. But it felt suffocating to me. And I know just from being in debt for my early 20s and my first marriage when my husband and I knew nothing, my husband at the time and I knew nothing about money, it suffocated us. And it it made our choices for us and it tied up our anything else that we wanted to do for a really long time because we didn't have choice. We didn't have the choice but to pick up those extra shifts to pay off the debt. We didn't have a choice but to, um, you know, work off full-time jobs and, and do more to pay off those things. And so what happened was, you know, I don't even want to think about all the things that we missed out on during that time of trying to pay off ridiculous and dumb debt. And it was really dumb debt. It was like JCPenney, Big Lots, Lowe's, you know, <laughs> it was stuff now I look back and I think, gosh, that was so dumb. And I don't even own any of that stuff anymore. So it was really not worth it. And all the things I had to say no to, to work extra Saturdays and, and things like that, you know, it was just, it was just suffocating. And, and I think that's what the Bible's talking about when it says the borrower becomes slave to the lender. I was slave to those bills. And I don't want that for you. So to recap, heading, if you feel like you're always struggling, I will tell you to start here. Start by tithing. It's a step of faith. It's an act of faith. But it's also, it opens this incredible breakthrough for you and your family. Give 10% away. Take care of your tent poles first. Take care of your family. Make sure there's food in the fridge. Make sure you can get back and forth to work. Make sure that your water and home is running, your rent and your, or your mortgage are paid, and then work on the rest of your bills and also make the decision today to stop borrowing. Okay. I will add one more key thing, and that is if you are married and you guys don't really see eye to eye on these things, uh, I'll, I will say you probably can't move forward until there's unity in your marriage on these things. So for that, I'll just say, sit down with your spouse and start having the, the hard conversations about money. If you're single, you have 100% control over these things and your money and your bank account. Well, this is Lori Fletcher with Everyday Wholeness, and that is my quick lesson on reaching a place of financial peace and wholeness in your life, no matter where you are in your process. Bye. Hello and welcome to Everyday Wholeness with Lori Fletcher. I so hope to come to you with encouragement and with joy and with hope, which I've learned are things that are not tied to our circumstances, but instead in the messages in person of Jesus. I hope here to tackle relevant topics of today and provide you with practical ways of feeling like you are living in a place of peace and wholeness every day.